Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with episode 63, I believe, of the Game Plan Podcast. Really appreciate everyone tuning in for this week's episode and last week's episodes. I've, uh, you know, um, seen a lot more downloads and interactions, so I really appreciate all the support on these episodes. Um, you know, I do them for you guys, and I really wouldn't do them, um, you know, if you guys weren't tuning in. Uh, so I really appreciate the support. Um, you know, not too much to talk about around, you know, the last two weeks or so, but now things are certainly starting to heat up um, with some pre-combine talk. And, you know, of course, GM Joe Douglas talking to agents and what he had to say today um, during his pre-combine press conference, along with Robert Sala, who is not present in, Indian- in Indianapolis. He's back at Florham Park, um, you know, scouting some of the free agents and, uh, um, you know, what that has to offer as free agency is only, you know, about two weeks away. Um, as I'm recording this on a Wednesday evening. So, um, yeah, uh, with it, you know, without further ado, we can get into some of what Salah had to say his press conference was very early this morning, uh, eight 30 Eastern time. Um, you know, he had really just the regular coach talk, um, you know, how, you know, how, you know, he likes some of the position positions in this draft and how he's looking forward to, you know, getting to know some of the guys and, um, other things like that, but he did, you know, um, provide some specifics on, you know, how he thinks, um, you know, there are really good pass, pass rushers in this draft. And, um, that's certainly true. As he mentioned, there's not a Nick Bosa or, um, I'm not too sure the other player he mentioned, but, uh, his main point was there's no premier edge rusher up top. Um, he doesn't think, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson can, you know, um, reach the potential of a guy like Nick Bosa or, um, I guess you could say Miles Garrett, a guy like that. Um, but there's certainly depth, and depth is, you know, um, a very good thing because uh, the Jets lacked it over the past few years. You know, it's important to have depth, depth at every position, so you don't have to rely on, you know, the starters on the defensive line, especially for the Jets who like to rotate their guys in and out um, very frequently. Um, you know, on third down, I think it's important for the Jets to draft some depth and to draft some players that you know they can rely on on these pressure situations. On third down, fourth down, things of that nature. So um, Sala went on to say that defense is at the front of our minds, quote-unquote. Um, this offseason, he believes, you know, um, that'll help Zach immensely, upgrading the defense. Um, and I, you know, I understand it. You know, the the Jets were playing from behind in almost every game. I think they were playing from behind in, every, like, every game uh, that they were in this year. Um, but, you know, the defense is very important moving forward because the Jets were ranked 32nd. They haven't been good at defense the past few years, and I think it's really a testament to, you know, Salah and this team to get it right. Um, and I think they will. Salah's the right guy for this job. He's the right guy, you know, to get the defense right um, moving forward. And um, I'm just really interested and really intrigued to see what they do in free agency, specifically, you know, the linebacker position or, um, you know, the defensive line. You should have guys like Foley Fadokasi, who's a free agent, um, you know, linebacker, you lack some depth. So I'm just really interested to see how the Jets handle these positions moving forward. You know, I could see them, you know, possibly drafting a linebacker later in the draft or, um, you know, an edge rusher early, depending on if Kayvon Thibodeau falls to the Jets or Aiden Hutchinson falls to the Jets. Who knows um, what happens in draft day. But as of right now, you know, the Jets have plenty of work to do on defense and they're not, you know, stepping down from that opportunity. They're going to attack on defense and try to get the right players at the right positions moving forward. So, um, you know, another piece that Salah added here, he looped in the linebackers uh, with the same question as the safeties. I believe that Connor Hughes um, asked, he said, you know, I'm drafting a safety in the top 10. Um, 
you know, how, how does Salah respond to that? And he says, depends on how good he is. Um, you know, that's a good answer. It's a fine answer. And he also said the same thing basically about linebackers. Um, and they have to be a unicorn type player. So if you think in this draft, you know, Kyle Hamilton, a Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame kind of fits that mold. I don't really know where the Jets, you know, value him. There are rumors out there that he's very high on their draft list. Um, but we won't really ever know that information. Um, you know, maybe until they draft him in the top 10, who knows, but, um, Salah also spoke about the tight ends. There, uh, quote unquote, there are some players in free agency, and there are some really good ones in the draft. Um, he said, and uh, you know, Rich Mini adds that he wouldn't be surprised um, if the Jets were to add both um, two tight ends in free agency and the draft. You know, I'm on board. I think you know, adding a mid-tier free agent, you know, a guy like Evan Ingram or David Njoku. Um, not sure if Njoku is going to hit free agency, as he's you know, been rumored back to the Browns. The Browns want to pay him, you know, uh, double-digit millions. But, um, you know, there, there are multiple free agent tight ends like uh, Gerald Everett um, out of Seattle that are going to hit the free agent market that I think the Jets will pounce on if given the opportunity. And, of course, in the draft, there are guys like Trey McBride, Jeremy Rucker, Jake Ferguson, all the guys, you know, drafted in the second round and beyond, most likely. Um, it's going to really depend where the Jets have those guys on their board and if they get picked ahead of them. Um, I really can't see the Jets coming out of the draft without a tight end. Um, it's just not, you know, not what the not what it's trending to right now. I think the Jets, you know, really like Trey McBride. He was at the Senior Bowl, of course, on the national team, in which the Jets coached. Uh, the Jets coached, and um, you know, Jets tight end coach Ron Middleton had some high praise for Trey McBride, saying he's you know a great player, and um, he's looking forward to see you know what the future holds for all these guys. Um, you know, and a bunch of receivers, of course, today meeting with the Jets uh, for one-on-one interviews and, you know, a bunch of players just in general. Um, you know, moving on to Joe Douglas, what he had to say is um, in terms of if they were to trade, you know, for a proven player, a wide receiver, say, you know, for example, Calvin Ridley, Joe Douglas said, quote, if the right opportunity present, presents itself in the trade market, we're ready to strike. So that is really intriguing to hear after previous seasons, you know, the Jets, you know, not too willing maybe to trade valuable assets under Joe Douglas to, you know, really secure that proven player, a guy who is really young in Calvin Ridley, you know, I think it would be, you know, a home run for the Jets to get a proven number one wide receiver um, or, you know, a proven player anywhere on this roster. I think the Jets should not be, you know, afraid to trade a premium asset to acquire a proven player that is going to just improve the roster overall. And I think Joe Douglas has made that clear. Um, so, yeah, I mean, another tidbit here is, you know, uh, the Jets did hire Cincinnati defensive line coach Greg Scruggs. Um, he did accept the um, job that Nate Ollie um, um, held. Uh, he took a job with the Colts. So the Jets um, picked a coach off of the University of Cincinnati um, coaching roster over there. And, you know, it's interesting because Majai Sanders, um, you know, an edge rusher at Cincinnati, you know, his name is being brought up with all the rumors and, you know, had, could the Jets possibly draft him in the second round? We're going to have to wait and see. Um, but this is the best time of year, you know, because these kind of rumors and these kind of, you know, little tidbits, you know, come out during this time. And it's really just awesome to hear. And, you know, it, all the rumors swirling, you know, you get, you get your head spinning. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how all these rumors, you know, um, if any come true, if any, you know, start to, um, you know, mold into something or if they just, you know, drop out and many don't really mean much heading into draft day and many don't really mean much heading into free agency, but some, you know, hold their value and 
we're just going to have to wait and see um, what the future holds there. You know, um, some other news today, of course, the Jets picking up defensive tackle Quentin Williams' fifth-year option. Um, Joe Douglas did announce at the podium. Douglas also said he spoke with uh, Braxton Berrios' um, agent, wide receiver Braxton Berrios, who is set to be a free agent um, when the new year when the new league year hits on March 16th, um, you know, that's obviously a good thing. Those talks are going to be ongoing, of course, until, um, you know, free agency really starts, but it's going to certainly be interesting to see, um, if the Jets get something done with Barry because I think he's earned his money. I think he's a very good player. And I think Douglas knows that he, he, he values Barrios, you know, pretty high, I think, you know, as a special teamer and as a depth, um, piece on the offense, but just curious to see what kind of money he would get in free agency. I think a team would pay, you know, a pretty penny for Barrios' services, um, you know, on special teams and, of course, on offense. I'm just not sure if the Jets are willing to pay a guy like Barrios eight, nine, ten million, um, you know, to stay on this roster. I'm just not sure if that is realistic. I've, you know, heard a rumored price around there, so I'm just curious to see how that all materializes moving forward. But, as of right now, that is really the news dump for today. A lot of news today, uh, you know, pre-combine stuff, um, press conferences and all that jazz. Um, the combine, of course, starting tomorrow officially <clears throat> with workouts. Um, I believe tomorrow's quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. I could have that wrong. Um, but, you know, the Jets will certainly be keeping their eye on the wide receivers and tight ends. Um, as we know, we could expect maybe some of those positions to get picked early by the Jets. Um, you know, heading into the NFL draft. So that's really it. A lot of talking, a lot of information. So take all that in. Um, I will certainly be back next week to recap the combine and what, um, you know, some of the players that I think the Jets are targeting after, you know, some of these workouts. Um, so, you know, without further ado, I am Tyler. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at your Jets game plan, Twitter at your Jets game plan, and make sure to read some of my stuff on the Jet Press. I did just post an article on there. Uh, regarding Foley Fadukasi and his potential, uh, you know, contract extension with the Jets, I'm not 100% sure if, you know, talks are going to progress too far. He might hit free agency, he might not. We'll see. Um, but I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode. Make sure to tune in next week, and I will see you then. Have a good week.